Hey everybody, this is Brian, and I have to thank another reviewer who's uh, written a lovely review. Um, I don't think I can pronounce the username, so I'm just going to give it a, a, a shot here as uh, D- DeBrickFow. We'll just go with that. <laughs> uh, this podcast is a fun way to get to know comedians and enjoy some laughs while clubs are closed. It's also interesting getting to uh, look behind the curtain. Brian and Aaron are awesome. Thanks for encouraging clean comedy in our community. Well, you're welcome and thank you so much. And honestly, we have to thank everybody out there who's been listening to the podcast. Uh, Our ratings uh, on the Apple Podcasts have gone up and up a little bit at a time. So we cracked the top 30 podcasts in the stand-up comedy category a couple of weeks ago, and we've been celebrating that ourselves. But we wanted to thank you directly, and I wanted to make sure I said that. So enjoy the show. What time is it? It's Green Comedy Time! Welcome to the Clean Comedy Time Podcast. I'm Aaron Sorrells. And I'm Brian Atkinson. Today our guest is Luis Valencia. Luis is a nationally touring comedian. He was born and raised and grew up and lives in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're delighted to have him on the show where today we're going to talk to him about the good, the bad, and the funny. I do love doing this, man. Like you said, I travel all over. Uh, stand-up comedy for me, pretty much, it's just like uh, vacations for free. That's pretty dope. Yeah, like I drive to some faraway city, but once I get there, my food and accommodations are taken care of, you know? And that's all you need. You know? Like a comedy club gives me one meal per night. Food, check. <laughs> and Walmart is totally cool when you sleep in their parking lot. So. Accommodations, check. Well, Louise, thank you so much for being on our uh, Clean Comedy Time show uh, at Dr. Grin's a few months ago. And also, thank you for being on the podcast today. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. You guys set up a, a great show, and um, I'm glad I could be a part of it. So just keeping that rolling. <laughs> Entirely our pleasure. Thank you. Well, Luis, uh, let me uh, get to just uh, some of the things we're going to talk about today. Uh, you have uh, done a lot of traveling in your comedy career, and uh, I think we're going to talk a lot about travel today. Is there uh, one place in particular that was just a really fun trip for you? Um, uh, the one that comes to mind, I mean, I've had a lot of them, really, but the one that comes to mind is probably being out in um, a Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that was uh, that was just a really cool trip. You know, and I don't think it's necessarily, like, the place I went, but it's just, like, the timing and, um, you know, the company and people you're with, you know, that really made it memorable. Oh, uh, that that wasn't a uh, recent trip to Portland, was it? Because that's kind of a, a wild place to be right now, to, as I understand it. No, <laughs> no, this no, this was all. Uh, this is probably um, maybe four years ago, probably maybe longer. We're just excited to hear about anybody going anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Luis. Uh... <laughs> What what are you uh, doing right now? Where are you staying? What's um, how are you passing the time? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, so um, where am I? I'm, uh, I'm in Grand Rapids, you know, just uh, chilling in my apartment. That's um, been a pretty safe space, so uh, I chill there a lot. Um, play video games, you know, help pass the time. 
um, and just try to go outside sometimes, enjoy nature, and try to stay away from like big big crowds of people. Um, but yeah, I've been doing all right. I mean, just focusing kind of on myself, trying to be like a better person. So nice going. That's cool. It's been good. I know that uh, some of your uh, your stand up, you talk about your family, you talk about your mom and your dad, things like that. Uh, are they local in Grand Rapids? Um, no, uh, pretty much the only. I mean, I have like, um, um, what are they called? Like distant, rel- not distant relatives, but like you know, cousins and aunts and stuff. But a lot of my um, immediate family is like uh, living in other cities. Um, so I have a brother, he's out in, uh, in LA, my sister's in Denver and, um, my dad lives in Mexico. Um, so pretty much in the area, I have one brother and, uh, my mom. You, uh, recently went down to visit your dad, didn't you? Um, no, it's been a couple of years, but, um, I was trying to plan going this year, but then all this stuff happened. Um, so I don't know when that's going to happen again, but, uh. I think last time I was there, it was probably like three years ago, three or four years ago, probably. Oh, okay. I thought I saw some uh, recent pictures of you on, on Facebook. Um, It might have been a memory or something, but um, I mean, I was in the mountains. Some of that might have looked like Mexico, but I was in Denver. I was just in, in Colorado. Ah. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, I was, uh, my sister lives out there, so I went out there to go visit her. Now, are you able to um, see your family when you are traveling for comedy? Is that uh, are those places that you kind of count on? Um, yeah, it's really nice to have that because, uh, uh, my, well, my sister just moved out to Denver recently, so I haven't been able to take advantage of that um, with the comedy yet. But um, I've been out to L.A. and uh, used my brother as a, a crashing pad, you know, <laughs> so that uh, that was nice. Um but yeah, I mean, just, I love my family, so you know. What what's more comfortable, crashing at your brother's place or the Walmart uh, parking lot? Um, definitely my brother's. I mean, <laughs> you know, with the parking lot, there's a bunch of strangers, you know, and um, you know, with it, my brother, at least we got each other's back, you know, in case something goes down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you got a great relationship with your brother. Yeah, um, you know, we're all pretty close. Well, I got one more place that uh, you uh, might use as a crash pad. This is just travel advice for you guys. If you're on the road and you're trying to save some money, um, you can't sleep in the Walmart parking lot because the lights are too bright or the truck engines are too loud. You can actually get a great night's sleep in any cemetery. Hey, relax. People are like upset. Luis, what if I'm sleeping in my car in a cemetery? me nobody's going to a cemetery to murder all right they're too late <laughs> that is uh one of my favorite observations of yours uh yeah yes like yes cemeteries are always spooky and um <laughs> like oh yeah that's uh, that's what it's like nobody who is there is there to hurt you whether <laughs> They're yeah. above or below ground. You know, hopefully the ones that are below ground aren't there to hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, what I do is um, is before, you know, like uh, like right when I get in there, like I'll go out and I take. So I, I hang out in cemeteries like when I'm on the road, like a lot because it's uh, 
it's like they're like nice parks you know like they're taken care of um they're paved so it's a nice place to go for a walk and um and like but when i go like i I like work on jokes you know so like i'm kind of like like i'm kind of telling jokes to the residents you know (laughs) so i think i'm on the good side (laughs) With uh, the likely response that you get from uh, the audience in a cemetery, it sounds just like a a, a Zoom comedy show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ready. You know, I've been I've been doing this for a while, but it really kind of helps. Like, gets you ready. Like, you're telling jokes to nobody, so like, it kind of like when I get no response, or whatever. You just keep trucking. You know, it's like no big deal. It's like training, psychological training. Yeah. I think that explains why you always seem so calm on stage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because at that point, like, I'm used to getting silent, so and it makes me appreciate the laughter. So at that point, it's like, I'm, you know, and when they laugh, anything extra, that, that's all extra, you know? That's just a plus. You know, that reminds me of one of those little catchphrases that uh, people hear to encourage themselves or motivate themselves, that, uh, that little strategy that you hear that says, uh, prepare for the worst, but expect the best. So if you're prepared for an, a dead audience, uh, then once you got a couple people laughing and engaging, that's going to be a great thing. <laughs> dead audience. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's really just like, um, you know, it's good to have hopes, but if you have expectations and, you know, you're setting yourself up to get disappointed. I know that uh, Walmart parking lots and cemeteries aren't the only places you stay when you're out on the road. And uh, I've got another clip here from uh, a hotel experience. I do get to go some cool places. Get to be treated like a star. You know, like uh, I went to Iowa. (laughs) Yeah, they got something. It actually surprised me, though, because they put me in like this fancy hotel. Real fancy. Like, I walk in, and the receptionist is smiling. <laughs> you don't get that at Red Roof Inn. <laughs> they do not want to see you. Real nice, man. Like, I walk in, and the lady's like, Welcome to Double Tree. Would you like a warm cookie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really got to ask you. As a matter of fact, uh, my buddy's parked in the car. So you can give me his cookie, I'll give it to him later. No. I drove seven, but she, she don't gotta know. It was cool, man. She's like, uh, well, the comedy club is paid for your room. Everything is paid for. But there's a $100 hold on your credit card for incidentals. I'm like, all right, I don't get too crazy. I don't know how this works. I've stayed in hotels before. Swipe. Denied. It was kind of weird, you know? But she was cool about it. She's like, oh, that's okay. You can give me the card. I'll type in the numbers. Sometimes the machine messes up. It ain't the machine. But thank you. So I give her my card. She types it in. Denied. You guys understand that I'm too poor to sleep in a free room. (laughs) (laughs) 
there, there is a crystal clear uh, definition or a crystal clear uh, differentiation between hopes and expectations right there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because if you would have kept going, I was actually saying, um, I'm not worried because there's a, a nice cemetery three blocks down. So <laughs> it kind of brings it around, you know, like, either way, I'll be fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not even like a like that's not even really like a joke. Like that's just like that really happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you guys about my life. Uh, I've done uh, just enough traveling to to have uh, a couple of experiences, and and you, as soon as you said uh, a, a warm, fresh cookie, I'm like, oh yeah, that's DoubleTree. That's like one of the best like guest experiences you're gonna have out there. Um, I mean, lots of hotels have, that's yeah, a nice room and people are friendly and stuff, but the cookie, oh man. That sells it. That's 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 what you pay $100 a room for, you know? It's just the cookie. <laughs> that's the most expensive cookie you'll ever buy. Yeah, because I show up, they give you two or, you know, like one cookie, but then if you, you know, they don't care. They don't care about the cookie. So if you're like, ah, come on, you know, if you give them a little smile, they'll give you another one. And then you sit there talking about it like, oh, yeah, I'm just a comedian in town and stuff. And by that time, they forgot about the two cookies they gave you. Like, oh, yeah, can I get two cookies, by the way? And then you come back down later, you make them laugh a couple times, get a couple more cookies. Like, yeah, that's all I eat when I'm down there because I, I, mean, I don't got money to buy food. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, have, have you ever thought about uh, perhaps a travel blog, uh, travel tips with Luis? I have thought about that, but... Um, and it came up to me that like, man, if it takes off, then I go to some cemetery and there's a bunch of people in there. Like, that's, you know, that's not what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> My secret spot. It's in your act, but it's still your best kept secret. I'm not going to encourage it, you know. <laughs> that's fair. I really appreciated the optimism of uh, the clerk at the Double Tree with the credit card. Oh, yeah. She was very nice. Yeah, she's, I mean, you could, that was Midwestern as you can get. She was very polite, you know? <laughs> she, uh, she hoped for the best of me. That's what happens when you have expectations, lady. And that's, again, hopes versus expectations. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a callback. Yeah, that's how that works. The question that I have now is uh, as you go through uh, the different places you've traveled and stuff like that, you're observing things, things happen to you. And like that uh, hotel experience, that really happened. Uh, is there any other process that you used when you're writing material? Um, any other process? Of just like instead of just writing down what happens to me? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's always like... Um, it's always just things I see, you know, it's like not necessarily things that always happen to me, you know, it could be something. Um, so the things that you chose were actually things that did happen to me, but other things might've been um, things I've seen or something or um, things that just made me laugh. And um, all I want to do is be able to share that moment with other people so they can kind of be in on the laugh with me, you know? Oh, that's a great way of so, um, describing it. I don't, there, I don't know if there's really like a, there's there's not like a process. It's just like whatever I, I think is funny and that I could get to other people, you know, and it just sometimes happens to be things that happen to me. Um, but that's how my whole life has been, you know, like uh, just things have happened, you know, whether fortunate or unfortunate and, um, and a, a way to kind of, um, 
I say deal with it, I guess. But yeah, kind of like a, um, a defense mechanism, I guess, is, is humor is trying to find like, all right, this thing happened, but, you know, but something, you know, like, but this, this is kind of a good thing. It's just, it's like a, a different perspective, you know, looking at something from a different perspective. Absolutely. Well, Luis, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will talk to you uh, about what's going well and what is a struggle. Well, the time has come on our little podcast to take a break, but we'll be right back. Be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts so it's easier for people to find us and like us on all your podcast favorites. We'll be right back. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, check out my other podcast as well. It's called A Quick Chat with the Unemployed Alcoholic. In that podcast, uh, we take a deep dive into who people are, what's going well in their lives, and what they're struggling with. I know I'm always amazed at how deep those conversations go and how much I learn about other people and even about myself through just a quick chat. Find it everywhere by searching A Quick Chat with the Unemployed Alcoholic. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Luis, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your comedy travels and a little bit about your process of writing. Uh, this podcast uh, goes a little bit deeper than that, though. Uh, we want to know a little bit more about you. Like, uh, for instance, uh, what's going well in your life right now, Luis? Um, right now, um, uh, I guess from aside from like the comedy and stuff, uh, right now I'm just trying to focus on, um, make, you know, having a better body. You know, just kind of focus on my body feeling good. Um, so I was trying to eat well, and um, yeah, you've lost quite a bit of weight, haven't you? Yeah, it's, so it's been a, it's been a long journey, but a, a slow and steady one. So um, just every day, I'm just trying to you know feel a little better, like trying to make the push-ups a little easier for tomorrow. So I'll eat one less piece of pizza. You know, that that one less pizza pizza I do not have in my wheelhouse to do. That's, <laughs> that's it. Pizza and donuts is my downfall. You know, the thing is, everything else is fine. Like, you know, I can, and everything else is fine in moderation. But if I get in front of a pizza, like, I got to limit that because it just, it gets dangerous. You know, I can't handle it. There needs to be a PA, like a pizza an- anonymous, you know, because that's, I'll, I'll be in that a one. P- I need PA. Some help with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, uh, recovery takes uh, all kinds of forms from all sorts of things. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, like that's just one thing that I, I don't have power over, man. I just I got no control over pizza. It's got it's got me in its grasps. Yeah. Now you that, that's that's one part of the equation. What comes in, and then uh, you mentioned in the first half that uh, you like to get outside. You like to um, be in the outdoors. Is that is that part of how you're staying active? Yeah. Yeah. So I like going outside. I like um, going on hikes and stuff. Um, that's why that's a big reason I went out to Colorado. Um, so I could be in the mountains and stuff and look at the sites and see all the cool stuff. So, um, I like, I like, um, I feel like I'm slowly turning into like a, an outdoorsy person, you know, like trying to do more camping and, and hiking and stuff like that. So I like it though. It's nice being out there, you know? Yeah. What, what is it about being out in the wilderness like that, that appeals to you? You know, it's, um, it's like, um, the most natural i mean it's just nature you know like that's how and the thing is i'm not really like i'm not like re- religious or anything but that's just like how that's just how the world should be you know just like trees and, and you know 
plants and I don't know. It's just beautiful. It's how, how nature is, you know, instead we're all in these like cement buildings and stuff. And it's just kind of, it's nice to get away from that. You know, feels like I'm getting down to like my indigenous roots. No, oh, that makes sense. So it sounds like, uh, even though you might not be a religious person, it's almost a spiritual experience being out there, huh? Yeah, it's spiritual. You know, it's like, this is where I feel like we should be, you know? And maybe not all the time, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, we should have actually, uh, we should appreciate it more because it's, it's what we have, you know? It's like, it doesn't need to be changed. That that resonates with me, Luis, because I too am a <laughs> person who likes getting out, getting out in the outdoors and just uh, enjoying nature. Uh, I am a, a religious person. I'm uh, of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because that spiritual experience that uh, that you describe, that's probably about how I would describe it. You know, I, I get out in the wilderness yeah. and it's like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And just having that time of calm and engagement in, in, you know, what I look at as God's creation, it, it really, uh, it it just really centers me and helps out a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just, it's just nice being out there, um, seeing a lot of cool stuff and just seeing animals. It's just cool. You know, it's like when I was a kid, like I was like watching the discovery channel and like those animal documentaries, but it's like, now I can actually just like do my own <laughs> just go out in nature and be like whoa that's a brown squirrel <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you, you don't have to you don't have to uh venture too far to find a squirrel though right <laughs> no but it's still cool they're still cool the the wood squirrels are, are different than the city squirrels man they're different yeah is it because of the hats they wear or what it's just everything it's the food you know the food they're just you know they're just wilder i think i think the the ones here are getting lazy the ones in the city they're all lazy they're like oh we're just digging the trash for food or whatever but out in the wild in the woods man they gotta look for it they're like oh i can't eat this I mean, there's no trash out here for me i gotta find it <laughs> so they're on a, they're on it you know they gotta work for it huh yeah that squirrel that lives yeah. by the library downtown uh i've hand fed it uh, I had like a yeah. muffin and I could just hold out a piece of the muffin. It would reach up and gently take the muffin from my hand and so on. Whereas the ones out in the woods, I'm walking along and they're looking at me like, yeah, yeah, we can yeah, eat that. Eyeballing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brian, you're the only person I know that sees a squirrel and then concerns about himself about becoming their food. <laughs> I've seen them eat muffins, so I know they're actually predators. <laughs> they're, they're predators. Yeah, they'll eat anything. But yeah, that's going well. You know, I'm just trying to um just try to be a healthier person. Um comedy wise, I've been working on a lot of uh not just stand up comedy, but a lot of different things as well. I've been working with um the comedy project. And uh, doing sketch and improv. Man, that's a great organization over there. Yeah. Yeah, they were doing really good things in there. And uh, it's I'm just happy to be a part of it, you know, and that they uh, accepted me into it. And it, it feels really cool. Um, there's some people in there that are, like, trained, you know, like, professionally trained. And uh, being able to work with them, there's, like, a lot of things that I can learn and, and parallel to stand-up comedy and, as well as learning – and expanding my um, skill set and like sketch and improv as well. So it's uh, it's a great experience that I'm just, I feel humbled. So I appreciate that I can be in there. 
Sounds like you really like uh, experiencing new things and learning new stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's all we can do. I'm not really into, like, collecting things in terms of, like, you know, like, possessions and stuff. Like, I don't have a lot of stuff, but um, I've been a lot of places, and I've seen and learned a lot of cool things. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to learn things that I can take with me, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, so that's been pretty cool, and it, it's kind of – it's led me into um, – wanting to broaden my horizons even more, you know, like trying to get into maybe like doing like maybe TV stuff or, you know, commercial or modeling type of things. Um, so it's really kind of opened up to where like, and it's nice too, because sometimes I'll come up with an idea and I can't necessarily find a way to translate it into a stage as a stand up comic. And, uh, so it's nice to know how to use and utilize the other um, like medias or mediums of, of comedy to better translate the image I'm trying to get to, to other people so they can laugh better, you know, have a better understanding of what it is I'm trying to show them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, when we are doing stand up comedy, what we're doing is we're trying to communicate with and connect with an audience. We're trying to have some moment where, uh, we share something in common with an audience member. And if, uh, if exploring other things like, like improv or, uh, or even magic, we had a magician on the show not too long ago. And, uh, those things can ultimately lead to the same, uh, the same thing is connecting and just having that moment. Being able to use, um, comedy and like other, um, aspects, not necessarily even like doing stand-up comedy or sketch or improv, but like, using it as like a, a presentation, you know, if you're a, a speaker or a motivational speaker, like a uh, sense of hu uh, humor is a big, um, is a tool that I think everybody can use to their advantage. Yeah, boy, that's an excellent point. Uh, yeah, I, I was looking at it as things to bring into the world of comedy, but uh, yeah, the world of comedy and the skills that we kind of sharpen and develop through that uh, boy, th those translate into just regular old communication, no matter what the uh, format or venue. Well, there are some things going well for you. There's uh, you're learning stuff, growing and experiencing the outdoors and and getting kind of in touch with some things there. What are some things that you're struggling with, Luis? Um, struggling, um, I guess with everybody else, you know, along with this, you know, um, whole COVID thing, um, with, uh, how it's affected shows and, um, it's been a while since I've actually done a proper show. Um, so that's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of a bummer, but, um, you know, everybody's in that boat. So I, you know, I can't really be, be too upset about that. Just kind of got to go with it. Um, traveling you know i've been trying to um visit my dad so it's kind of tough um as well with all this um but i think uh struggling comedy wise i think a big thing is uh a lot of like learning you know like um wanting to learn more faster so it's always wanting um just wanting more you know so it's like but that's just part of the process, you know, like success, it's just like a, it's like a staircase, you know, there's like a lot of steps you have to take before you get to the next level. So 
I think that's always my problem is I'm always like trying to get to that next level right now. And, and I'm always, I just got to be able to, uh, you know, it's nice to be able to like kind of stop and like look back. It's it's like hiking, you know, like it's kind of wild. Like when you're climbing up this mountain, it's tough and it, you know, and the more you go up, you get tired and, you know, struggling and stuff. And there's a moment where you're kind of like, you know, you're like, you're struggling. But then when you stop and you look around and you look back and you realize how far you've come, then it's like, okay, yeah, this is worth it. Boy, you just nailed it right there. When you talk about looking back and seeing how far you've come, and when you look talk about uh, uh, appreciating the journey along the way, uh, with the hard parts right along with it, uh, to me, that is just so important. That right there is just crucial to being able to make it through whatever obstacles are in front of us, uh, the mountains that we have to climb, like you said, with the hiking analogy, and also with, uh, you know, the whole world turning upside down with this. So I commend you for that. And, you know, Luis, I've, I've spent enough time with you that, uh, you know, I can, I can tell in your voice uh, there's, there's some sadness. Um, it sounds like you're very close with your family, and I know it's hard on you to be removed from them. Yeah, it's tough, but that's life is a struggle, you know, like things happen and it's just, um, you know, you're going to let it stop you or you're going to keep moving, you know, keep pushing. So it's got to, it's got to keep going, you know, that's why I like stand up comedy so much is because like, like what I want to do with stand up comedy is because in my life, you know, there's been a, it's kind of funny because there's this, uh, I was doing this show at um, Comedy Project and someone came up to me and was like, so what What was the one thing, what was the thing that happened in your life that made you want to, like the catastrophic event in your life that made you want to do comedy? And I said, uh, just one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I just had to pick one. So it's like, you know, a lot of things have happened, you know, but it's sense of humor has kept me with, you know, like my head above water, you know, it's helped me keep my head up. Cause like, it's just, uh, it's a different perspective on how you look at things, you know, like, you know, something bad could happen and you're like, okay, um, this is bad, but you know, you can learn something from it. Um, you can, um, look at it from a different perspective and, and understand maybe why that happened and how to avoid it in the future. But I think just having that different perspective really helps in um, trying to think like um, like a co- when I say coping. It sounds like you're trying to be all right with like being bad, but um, to have a positive mindset on it because it's kind of it sounds kind of like a hippie, but like it's it's the vibes you put out, you know, like uh, like if you had a bad day and you let that affect you and you're going to be mean to other people, like, like, that's the thing is, why would you want to be mean to other people? Like, like, who hurt you? And then why would you want to be like them? Yeah, you know, Luis, when you start talking about that, uh, you know, what, what comes to mind is an image of you at a comedy show. Actually, what specifically what I'm thinking about is you uh, at uh, you and Dave Basie, uh, sitting on the other side of the bar at the garage bar comedy show. And I walked over there and we just uh, hung out and chatted for a minute. And uh, at that moment, 
and at many times when I've seen you in the comedy scene, you've just got such a positive energy. You, uh, you really do pull from negative experiences in your life and transfer that, translate that uh, uh, into some very positive and fun experiences. Some, some, you allow the room to laugh together um, about things that are real and uh, have been painful. So I commend you for that, my friend. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, turn the whole like hotel story, you know, like I couldn't, you know, like I, I, I couldn't afford a free room. So like, but I'm not going to let that get me down. You know, I'm not going to let that. Um, I'm fine. You know, it's just a, it's just a room, you know, I'll be fine sleeping anywhere. I'll be okay. You know, like that's what it is. It'll be all right. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I think it's important uh, to have relationships that you can be transparent and real with. I think it's very, very important to have people that we can clearly and honestly communicate with on things that are hurting us. Um, I know what I do. I have relationships uh, with people that I get real with. And when I'm hurting, I share that. Because as a comedian especially, I find that it's very, very possible. It's it's a high-risk situation that I could end up turning everything into a joke and never truly address the things that I'm struggling with. So I, do you have that relationship with somebody, Luis? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, my brothers, you know, um, we're all very real. My sister as well, my um, just family, you know, that's like my, uh, you know, that's, that's why I love them so much, you know. There's that love there that we just, you know, we've all been through stuff. And um, just when things like that happen, you just you, you kind of get tighter, you know, you get closer. So um, I do I, my uh, family, my cousin, my cousin, um, for sure. Um, he's like more of like a like an older brother to me. He was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's people I, I keep it real with. And that is important, you know, because you you have to be able to to have people that you can talk to. And the thing is, it's tough because, you know, sometimes a lot of people get like uh, doing stand-up comedy. Sometimes it's like some people's only outlet, you know? So that's, um, sometimes you can kind of tell, but also like people kind of knock it and kind of get like, Oh, you know, like this isn't like some type of um, like therapy session session, but like it kind of is, you know, like, I don't know. For some people, I think, you know, some people need it. Some people don't have any other way, you know, so it's you just kind of let, let them have it. That, that makes sense. And that's a very empathetic uh, perspective. That's that's great. Which, again, that just that just coincides with your positive vibe, man. You 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 really are somebody who is accepting of the people around you and uh, you like to contribute uh, to, to people, uh, whether that be through their experience or uh, like like you just said, giving somebody a little bit of grace so that if their stand-up five minutes turns into a little bit of a therapy uh, session, mm-hmm. maybe they needed that. Yeah, yeah and I'm not going to like, you know, maybe it's inconvenient, you know, or whatever for a second or whatever, but it's like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not hurting me, you know, so just let them have it. Luis, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, it's been uh, terrific to hear the how kindness creates more kindness and um, 
I just loved your question of uh, why would you ever want to be mean to anybody? That's uh, um, something I really appreciate uh, about uh, you both personally and professionally. That, that's been uh, great to see. If uh, people wanted to find you right now, you know, at some point, some kind of show or uh, other efforts you have going on, uh, website, social media, how would you like people to find you and get a hold of you? Um, you can like me on Facebook um, or friend request me. I'm uh, Luis Valencia. Um, there's no O. It's L-U-I-S. A lot of people mess that one up. Um, and then um, I don't really have too much coming up, but I do have like a um, – there's this uh, Ghosts in the Graveyard. It's kind of thematic actually for this for this show too in my set. Um, it's actually during the, during the hol- during hol- Halloween weekend. Um, and that's actually going to be like a backyard show, um, very limited and, um, you know, like, uh, social distance, but, um, it'll be nice to be on the stage again and, you know, share, share the, uh, laughter with other people. Oh, and that's going to be, um, you can find that it's called, it's on uh, Facebook. Yeah. It's a uh, ghost in the graveyard, uh, a backyard Halloween show that's on Facebook. Um, and you can, uh, you can get tickets at, um, Eventbrite dot com yeah ghost in the graveyard a backyard halloween show so if you guys want to check that out that's halloween um if you don't already have plans to get wild oh thank you so much for being on our show Luis. it's uh great to have you uh with us uh to talk about the good the bad and the funny and um both aaron and i are just uh absolutely tickled to have you here yeah no i appreciate it it's uh it's nice to talk about this stuff and um you know it's nice to kind of talk back about that show that was a great show and uh, i had a lot of fun and um it's nice to give people travel advice (laughs) thanks for listening to the clean comedy time podcast we bring comedians together performing their clean material at showcases fundraisers and other events our shows are free from course language and topics they work for anyone anywhere check out cleancomedytime.com to find an upcoming show or to bring clean comedy time to you 